research methods. Hello and welcome to the Research Methods Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Eugene Bogristov. Welcome. Although I said that the previous episode will be the last one in the series on biases in research, I think we missed something very important. This is called the common method bias. The common method bias is one of those biases which you always have to report in whatever paper you are writing. If it is rooted in the quantitative methods or maybe in the qualitative methods, you have to reassure that there is no bias in your research caused by the method of measurement. The common method bias or common method variance assumes that the method of data collection has impact on the way the data will look like. Just use your imagination, think about the following. We develop a survey, we use the quantitative questionnaire and we ask simple questions and then we give the answer placed on the Likert scale from completely disagree to completely agree. And now assume that we take this completely disagree and write it in a very small letters and they completely agree in very large letters. Or we make these boxes which you have to tick bigger on the side of completely agree. This will explicitly cause or explicitly force our participants to, to set the crows on the right hand side because these items will seem to be more important. And the same can happen not only if you do it intentionally, you can do it unintentionally. For example, if you have too many questions, then at the end the problem will be if you put too many questions on one page, people will be scared or bored before they start answering the questions and they will give the answers which will all be more or less in the middle. Or it can happen that the measurement method, if you use all the questions which are pretty look like the same, that people will tend to cross the more or less the same answers, let's say more or less on the right hand side, because they feel about something you're asking about positively, and that is why they'll set the cross on the right hand side. And then you ask about the second concept, but if your questionnaire is confusing people, it can happen that they will continue setting the cross as they did before, so they will all set the cross slightly more to the right hand side. It implies that the method of data collection, the length of the questionnaire, the form of the questionnaire, the way you ask questions, will have impact on the results from the whole survey. And uh, of course, th this is the one of the most important biases, but there are also other expressions or there are other variables which have impact and which also belong to the common method bias. As far as I know, if you have an endogenous variable which has impact on all the participants at the time you make your survey, it is also a kind of common method bias. For example, if you start asking your questions exactly when the second wave of the COVID-19 crisis appeared and all people are scared and you ask them about the communication. And of course, all the answers will be skewed because people start avoiding communication if the new wave of COVID-19 or any other infection comes. And it means it is not the method itself, but the way how you ask the question and the time when you ask questions. And it is not only the way of COVID-19. It can be, for example, an economic crisis. It can happen if you ask participants from the same region, which is at the moment experiencing some specific event. It can be also positive and can be something negative. 
So if you ask all Tyrolians after a celebration, big celebration of something, whatever it is, it can happen that they all will be in a good mood and they will give you also slightly skewed answers that are more positive than they usually would be. There are several ways how you can fight against common method bias. First, before you run your questionnaire, before you develop your experiment, you have to think about all possible variables which can have impact on your method. And afterwards, if you think that everything was fine, there are also methods how to discover whether you have the common method bias. There are several of those methods, usually they appear during the exploratory and confirmatory factor analysis. But the main idea is you try to introduce a single variable and see whether this single variable explains a high amount of variance in your results. Let's assume that our questionnaire was designed incorrectly and there is a way how we impact the whole results of the questionnaire. It means we asked several different latent constructs with our questions. But what if we put all these variables, all items from all different constructs and see whether they load on one single latent construct? This latent construct would be this skewness or the bias in the questionnaire. And if we see that there is a high load of all these items, independent from what kind of factor they had to belong to, then we can see that there was indeed problem with the measurement. So it is the common method bias. Due to the common method, we managed to explain variance in the latent factor, which is not related or has not to be related to all the latent factors which we would like to ask. There are many other things how you can do it. You do it with a common latent factor. You can do it with a marker variable. You introduce a variable which should not correlate with other variables. And if you find a correlation, then it can happen that it is because all items are correlated. That is why even the item which should not be correlated is correlated is an indication that you did something wrong. And this also, there is also the Harman single factor test, the one where you put all the variables and try to produce one single construct and see how much variance you can explain if you put all the items into one single construct. And the cutoff value is, if I am correctly, about 30%. So it is about 30 or more than 30%, then you're in trouble. If it is below, then you're fine. There are many other methods and a lot of criticism, for example, with regard to Harman single factor test, but it is not, it is outside the scope of this podcast. I think it was interesting. If you have any questions, feel free to write me an email. I wish you all the best and good luck with your research. It is really hard to avoid a common method bias, but I am sure that with every second survey, every second questionnaire, with every test, you will get the feeling how it appears, why it appears, and how you can fight it in advance. Wish you all the best, good luck with the research, see you next time, bye bye.